0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is a prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless
1: you as you listen to this message. At the door.
0: I let say, Father, I thank you. I thank you. Open your mouth. You can speak any language you want because God can hear the languages. Or you can just express yourself before God and say, Father, we thank you as a people. We thank you. We thank you, 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 we thank you. We can never ever thank you enough. We thank you for your kindness, we thank you for your goodness, we thank you for your compassion, we thank you, Father, we thank you, 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 Father. Oh, we can never thank You enough. How can we thank You enough? Lord, we are grateful from the depth of our beings. We say thank You. From the bottom of our hearts, we say thank You. We thank You, Lord. We thank You, Father. We thank You, Father. How can we thank You enough? Oh, how can we thank You enough? Oh, how can we thank You enough? Thank You, Lord Jesus.
1: Oh. We thank you Lord We thank you.
0: our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for where you've taken us from, Lord. We thank you for all you've taken us through. Lord, we thank you for where you've brought us to. Above all, we thank you for where you are taking us to. Accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Honor and glory be given to you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. I I wanted to hold the hands of somebody um, and You'll be praying for that person. Yeah, the prayer point is simple. I'm going to say, because Jesus is alive, everything that is attracting death in this life, you as a child of a God, you will rebuke in the name of Jesus. So let's lift up our voice and let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, because Jesus is alive, everything attracting death in this life, I rebuke now in the name of Jesus everything attracting death in this life. Lord, you in the name of Jesus, Bola Bola Balaka ya siyata na pokaye tele mbato liandé basi kazita ta yeté di andamako oh balita la bousane de le kayé de mandé ki a se oh se bogo si wa ya ké se vos li ké si vos croandé de soké lé bakinza té li kazé ti ké thank you father thank you lord and so shall it be in jesus mighty name we have prayed Amen. the word of god says lord jesus himself speaking he says i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail so I'm gonna say Jesus build your church let the name of the father be glorified let's lift up our voices and let us pray Lord Jesus build your church build your people build gospel house build your church increase our influence Ah, build your church Lord that from God's private house, this whole community will be impacted for you. That from God's private house, this whole state of Lagos will be impacted for you. That from God's private house, this whole nation, Nigeria, will be impacted heavily for you. From God's private house, that this continent of Africa will be impacted heavily for you. That from God's private house, Lord. And the old nations of the earth, oh, will be impacted heavily for you, my Father and my God. Ma ukazi tabo hasa kainda vorata sehiye, lusa bokayazeti yande Oh, laki bokoshata lakia tapokozede, loho zahi ata kyeze Oh, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we honor you. We adore you. Thank you, Father. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. You can leave the person whose hands you are holding. You are going to bring your own prayer request before God. This is our first service on this land. The heavens are opened over this place perpetually. So you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father. Then you are going to bring your own request before God. That this day, I come before you and I make this request. Let's go ahead, let's lift up our voices and let us pray. Take it, liba hasiki yandevaha. Oh, my Father, my Father, niandi yateki, woza teli yateki bohazi yanda lakayada. Oh, saki yateki yere, zikhele mohonda lakayada, manta hie yateki yere, ani yateke mohoda haya. Father, we thank you. Let's begin to round up our prayers and begin to say thank you to the Lord for answered prayers. Father, we thank you, Father. And this is the confidence that we have. And when we come before you to pray, you hear us. And because you've heard us, we have that which we have requested of you. Our King, our Father, our God, our Maker, our Redeemer. We thank you for answered prayers, Lord. We thank you. Oh, we thank you. How can we thank you enough? it's your kindness that makes
1: me come into your presence
0: because we will see the travel of our souls, and we will be glad. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, like, about 17 weeks ago, we began a series um, Jesus is dash. And today we are in part 14, which is the concluding part of the series. Um, Jesus is dash. How would you complete that sentence? Jesus is... And we began to complete it from 14, well, 17 weeks ago. Um, We had a few interludes in the middle. We started by Jesus is the one. Then we... Went on to look at Jesus is Alpha and Omega. Then we went on to look at Jesus is the answer. Come on. Then we went on to look at Jesus is reliable. Then we went on to look at Jesus is the light. Then we went on to look at Jesus is enough. Then we went on to look at Jesus is full of. Grace and truth, and I will skip for time, fast forward, then part 12, God through service, we looked at Jesus is Lord, part 12, 13, part 13, we looked at Jesus is waiting, and today, we are looking at Jesus is alive, praise the name of the Lord. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. We take a text from Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1. The word of God says in Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1, says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying The devil, the commander of the power of the unseen world, is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us, all of us, all of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we are subject to God's anger. Just like everyone else, but God. Everybody say, but God. But God is so rich in mercy. And He loves us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by grace that you have been saved, for He raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all He has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. The Lord bless the reading and the understanding of his words in Jesus' name. You see, many of us are always chasing the life. Many of us are always chasing the life. We call it many things. Some people call it um, um, to arrive. Many of us always want to arrive. When I do this, then I would have arrived For some people, they call it to wake up, to soji. You know what it is to soji? To wake up, you know. (laughs) So there are different expressions. But the bottom line is everyone, most people, rather, a lot of people, are always chasing what they consider as the life. So you visit your friend in VGC, for instance, and you see his neighbor cruising in a yacht, Maybe in a boat. And you're like, wow, that is the life. And we program ourselves. And you say, one day I will own a boat and I will cruise in the lagoon and I will fashi all the traffic in Lekki. I won't even pay toll. I will just go straight to Ikohi and come back for free. Now, and we say, oh, that is the life. Sometimes we look at our, our bosses and you see your boss, the guy comes late to work, he leaves before everybody else, he just plays golf. And when you look at his computer, he's only playing solitaire, he's doing nothing. Meanwhile, you are just working your head off. And you're like, you look at the guy and say, That is the life. Small work, big pay. You know what that means? Small work, big pay. For some of us, we, we, we look at some guy that has come to church with his beautiful wife, and you're like, ah, one day I will marry a beautiful wife like this. That is the life. Or the converse, we see someone come with a husband, and we're like, someday, you know. That is the life. And there's always something that we are chasing. And many of us, we go through life without truly living. Why? Because you discover very quickly that the things we are chasing as life is not life. Think about it. Where were you five years ago? The things you were chasing five years ago, you've gotten them right, have you? Have you not? Has it given life to you? (laughs) Of course not. So, so, so we are chasing the wrong things, and and if you don't if you don't stop, we continue to chase it and not realize that we are actually not getting the life that we bargained for. Praise the name of the Lord. God wants you and I to understand what it really means to be alive. Because a lot of people just exist but are not alive. In the words of um, this popular actor, Mel Gibson, in one of the movies he acted, he said, Pastor, you're watching movies? Yes. Remote control of my right hand. Bible on my left hand. Yeah, that's, if you, if you get to, my, to the chair, sitting, that's how it is. The Bible is on one hand, remote countries on the other hand, and the Holy ghost is upon me. <laughs> so the guy said that, but not rubbish movies, though. Just for someone that is saying, okay, pastor watches movies, so I can watch rubbish movies. No, not rubbish movies. Mel Gibson said, Everyone dies, but not everyone truly lives. And you see, when he made that statement, it was just so profound. Everyone dies, but not everyone truly lives. Everyone will die, but not everyone will have lived. So the, the question is, are you just existing? I'm praying today that you will come alive in Jesus' name. And even if you've been alive, you will come alive on a higher level. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, to truly live, do we just need more money? A bigger house, more boats, three more cars, the promotion, the husband, the wife? Is that life? There's a story of a, of, a, of a young man, real life story, in Lagos, Lagos. He was he had a major serious health issue. And the pastor then, whom I, I, I know, was 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 counseling him and, and that you will just drop dead if you don't slow down. And the guy is like what drives him will shock you. He said that every time he wants to sleep, that whenever he thinks that there may be somebody in this Lagos that has more money than him, he jumps up and begins to walk. Let me tell you something. There will always be somebody richer than you. There will be. There will always be somebody poorer than you too. There will be. So the, 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 the point is missing, it was missing, was that if, if he taught that, I mean, I need to get more of this, I need to get more of that, I need to get more of this, I need to get more of that. A marriage, as good as marriage is, a marriage can't give you life. Popularity cannot give you life. A boat cannot give you life. An SUV cannot give you Life somebody walking down the road with his Legacy Benz. You know Legacy Benz? Have you seen one before? You even have one, sir. (laughs) See somebody else drive off with his Mercedes Benz and says, that is life. The truth is, as nice as the Mercedes Benz might be, it cannot give life. Your 80-inch LED, 3D, 4K TV can show you picture quality in an unprecedented way but can't give life. They look good but they cannot bring life. They cannot bring life. So God wants you and I to set our priorities straight And to set our priorities straight, we need to understand what causes death in the first place. To really come alive, we need to understand what causes death. I mean, mean, am I even really dead? What causes death? Ephesians chapter 2, we read it earlier on. From verse 1. The Word of God says that once you were dead, Because of your disobedience and your many sins. So what causes death is disobedience to God and our many sins. You used to live in sin. Verse 3. All of us used to live that way. Following the passionate desires and inclination of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we are subject to God's anger just like everybody else Back to verse 2. You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world obeying the devil the commander of the powers of the unseen world is the spirit at work in the acts of people that refuse to obey God. Now many many, many people don't know that. If you see someone of you if you are someone that you are under the influence of sin guess the spirit that is at work is the spirit of Of Satan. But that power will be broken over you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. So life under sin. No matter how glamorous. Is not life at all. Life under sin. No matter how. Beautiful on the outside. Is actually death. Is actually death. So no matter how many boats we have. If we are ruled by sin, we are not alive. No matter how many Mercedes Benz you have, no matter how many houses you have, no matter if you are ruled by sin, you are not alive. But Jesus came to give you life. And I pray you encounter that life today in a higher and higher level in Jesus' name. Jesus also experienced death. And when he took on our sins, when Jesus took out our sins, in fact, when we say he's alive, hallelujah, Jesus is alive, if you say Jesus is alive, it means Jesus was dead. So, Jesus was dead. Jesus experienced that, in fact, it's just, it's the singular thing that separates Christianity, if you will, from every other religion in the world, the singular thing that separates Christianity from every other religion in the world, is that Jesus rose again on the third day. Praise the name of Allah. They can show you the grave of Buddha. They can point to where Muhammad was buried. They can show you the, where Krishna was laid. They can show you where Moses, the tomb of Moses, but the tomb of Jesus is empty. Praise the name of the Lord. God made sure that it was a rich man that, that buried him. So that you know, it was a prominent tomb that we, people can still point to from generation to generation. It was, not just, was just not buried in Peter's backyard. Then there would have been contention. It was um, Joseph of Arimathea. And that tomb is empty. Praise the name of the Lord. That tomb is empty. And because Jesus is alive, you and I can live. We can truly, truly live. Jesus defeated Satan and death and resurrected. Jesus is alive. Praise the name of the Lord. There's one story that I heard every time I have the privilege to preach at an Easter service, I always tell that story. I never get tired of the story. And today feels like Easter. Every day feels like Easter. Jesus was crucified. They hung him on the cross. They killed him. They took his body, they bound it up, they buried him. Physically, he was in the tomb. Spiritually, Jesus, the Bible says, descended into hell, Hades, the grave. And why Jesus was 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 um, crucified? There, there was a party in hell. Satan and his demons were jubilating and they were rejoicing and they were dancing and they were celebrating. Finally, we killed him. We got rid of him. That son of God that wants to come and take our territory, we got him. We got him. And on the third day of the party, they were hearing some footsteps coming from a far distance. Doom, doom, doom. And they're like, Satan is like, called one one demon. Go and check. Who can that be? Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Check who can that be. The demon ran back and says, ah, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. It's that guy again. Which guy? Jesus. Jesus. No way. Lock the gate. They all stood by the gate. Lock the gate. So Jesus came. He came with the host of heaven. And he stood by the gates. And it was announced to the gates, Lift up your heads, O oh, ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. And he answered, Who is this King of glory? I said, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O oh, ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. At that point, the gate crumbled. The Bible says Jesus bruised the head of, sap, of, of, of Satan. He smashed his head. He collected the key of death and hell. The reason you as a child of God can say to someone that is possessed of the demon, it's just very easy, come out of Him, it's just very easy. The reason is that the demons were there when Jesus defeated Satan. So, when you say, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, come out of her, why? Why? Because Jesus earned the respect, it was God but he went and fought and won. It was his, but he went and took it and earned it. Praise the name of the Lord. So when we say Jesus is alive, Jesus is alive means that everything that could not hold Jesus down in the grave will not hold you down. In the mighty name of Jesus. And, he says, and sometimes, because well-meaning people that, I, I mean, because we they don't have this understanding that you and I, I have, we, we go and we look for Jesus in the wrong place. In the wrong places. In, in Luke 24, Luke 24 verse 1, from verse 1, the word of God says that on the first day of the week, this was Mary and, and, and the other ladies. Very early in the morning, the women, they took spices and they had prepared and went to the tomb. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood before them. In their fright, the women... Bow down with their faces to the ground. But the men said something very profound. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. <laughs> profound. He said, why are you looking for the dead, for the living among the dead? You are looking for Jesus in the wrong places. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? By the time we are done today, the resurrection power of Jesus will hit your life, will have hit your life. And people that don't understand it will still be looking for you in the wrong places. They will come and they will check you and say, ah, where is um? They say, ah, she's not here again. She used to be with us, but she's not here anymore. And then we ask them, why are you looking for the living among the dead? Everything that has tried to confine you to the grave, we speak to them now to lose their hold in the name of Jesus. Everything. So, I mean, even uh, you call it as a prophetic statements for us as a church. There are some people that will go and look for us in orchid. And they will say, "Ah, they are not here anymore. (laughs) Praise the name of the Lord. (laughs) They are not here anymore. They used to be here. Now listen, this may look like an ordinary hot morning. It isn't. God is changing your story. Definitely changing your story. For for a lot of us, seasons are just going to change. You came in here one way, by the time you're going out, you're in a different season. Altogether, in the name of Jesus. And you see, all these victories I've spoken about are possible because God butted in. Just because God butted in. How do I know? It's in the scriptures we read. was say, God butted in. Ephesians 2. Verse 4. But God. was say, but God. You see? God butted in right there. But God. It was painting a, a very, very bleak picture you were dead in your sins you were under the influence of satan you were the prince of power of this world and on and on and on and on and on and on and the truth is that that was our story and if you are yet to come out the truth is that is your story i'm praying you will come out today in jesus name but verse four you don't it was an interruption to the whole story It says but god everybody say but god but god who is so rich in mercy And love. And he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of sins, he gave us life when he raised Jesus from the dead. Praise the name of the Lord. But God, that is rich in mercy. You know, we we gave the example in the devotional a few days, a week ago, and, and we said that God is so rich in mercy. He's so rich in mercy. That if you imagine that you, you can lay hold on God's ATM card. Let's assume God has an ATM card. We're trying to bring it at home. And, and you take hold of the ATM card. And he gives you the pin. And you slot it in. As soon as you put in the pin, God is so rich in what? What will come out? Mercy, 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 mercy i say, Pastor, just make sure they're coming out in one $1,000 note. <laughs> you know, God is rich. If you check his account, the balance is he in mercy. The currency is in mercy. He's so rich in mercy. I don't know how far gone you think you are. You have gone, but God's mercy will locate you today in the mighty name of Jesus so rich in mercy is so rich in love also. God is so rich in in mercy and is full of love. Full of love. The example we gave in the first personal experience, walking down a a, a street, seeing a father and a son. They had this part of the world that they they were having this um, father-son coaching. The grass was green, you know, you know, The pitch was set. The football post had net, you know. And the father placed the ball in a penalty spot just 12 yards from the goal post. There was no keeper. It was just the father and the son. The father was trying to teach his son how to hit the ball into the net and score a penalty. And I looked at them. I said, wow, that's good. Father, son, stuff. And the boy, (laughs) this is the ball. This is the post. There's no keeper there. Kick the damn thing into the net. Do you know what he did? He just kicked the ball. Now, I said, that is so ridiculous. Guess what the father said? Good shot! Now, wait, 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 we looking at the same situation. And the father got the ball again and placed it on the Boy, and the boy went back and kicked the ball Pwah! so koto phew! this is the net I was getting irritated that why is this man condoning mediocrity give the boy one knock Boom! he said we'll be correct <laughs> and the boy kept you know just kicking, he was trying really hard and the father was just you know cheering him on And finally, the boy kicked the ball. So weak a shot. It was just rolling. If there was a keeper there, the keeper could sit on the ball to catch it. And the ball rolled and rolled into the net. And the father carried his son and jubilated. Go! I said... What kind of father does this? You know, and God was saying, My kind of father. And I look at my own life, me, me, my own life, me that I was impatient with that boy, for instance. How many times have I kicked ordinary penalty? No keeper. How many times have I kicked it to the moon? And God has said, Oh, me, don't worry. Kick it again. And people that are looking, standing by, looking like me, were critical. That, ah, foolish boy. He can't even kick penalty. Abusing me, right? But God says no. Mercy says no. Mercy says Your story. How many times have people, thank you, how many times have people like giving up on you? I said, You can't even score a penalty kick. You can't even do this. You're so useless. How many times have people left you for dead? But mercy said, No. But God said, Don't worry for me, kick it again. Kick it again. Kick it again. And when I scored. heaven rejoiced. Praise the name of the Lord. That is your story. And that's the God we serve. And the, the botness of God. Buttered in. To our lives. And refused. To let us. Go. And because Jesus. Is alive. We have this amazing opportunity with God. We have this amazing opportunity with God to resurrect. I don't know what it is that is facing death in your life. I have news for you today. That there's resurrection in Jesus' name. I don't, I don't know what you are afraid to face. I've been asked to tell you, as a little boy, that because he lives, you can face. You can face tomorrow. you are clapping for Jesus. That's a good place to clap. <laughs> oh silly. I can face tomorrow, because He I want to sing that song to the Lord from your heart.
1: All fear is gone, because I know. Setting this because
0: Stand in the spine just bow down hearts whatever posture you are in and let's bow down our heart as we bow down our heads if you are here you are saying you are saying to the Lord I've been under the influence of I've been under the influence of this I've been under the influence of this power of hell Jesus Please help me. I've been seeing myself, all right? I saw myself while we're reading that scripture. Uh, um, Children that are disobedient to God. I saw myself. I'm under the control of sin. I want God to butt into my life today. I want the powers of hell to be broken over my life. I want to walk free today. That is me. I want to pray with you wherever you are. You don't need to come forward, but wherever you are seated, I want to pray with you right there. That is me, Pastor. Pray with me. Put up your hand now over your head. Quickly. God bless you, sir. Right there. God bless you, right there. God bless you, sir. God bless you, right there. God bless my sister. God bless my brother. God bless my sister, right there. God bless you. Put up that hand at the overflow. God bless you, right there. God bless you, right there. God bless you, my sister. On the internet, the instructions should be scrolling. Yes, they are. And take that step. As we pray together, God bless you. The rest of us, I I want you to just think about that song. Because Jesus lives. I don't know what fear that you're facing even right now. I want to say to you, because Jesus lives, you're going to triumph. Living just. Let's just take it one more time. And we'll pray, and we are done.
1: Because he lives, because he lives, I can't make I can face tomorrow. Because
0: Surrender to you, Lord. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you break the power of sin and Satan over their lives now in the name of Jesus as they have cried to you, Lord. your word says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved as they have called upon you. Lord, we ask that your salvation will be sure in their lives in the name of Jesus the power to triumph over sin and Satan consistently given to them. We pray for everyone in this place, regardless of the mountains that is standing before us. We are confident that because Jesus is alive, because you live, we can face tomorrow. And we can face tomorrow in victory. We give you praise and glory. Honor and glory we give unto to you. Honor and glory we give unto to you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.